Welcome to Bolts and Bats in the Bay, a podcast brought to you by FL Teams. FLTeams.com is a top Florida sports source dedicated to providing in-depth analysis and coverage for all Florida sports, including college and professional sports teams. Remember to go to FLTeams.com. Hi everyone, I am your host Jeff Macalino, and as always we're going to give you a quick run through the week that was and the week ahead for your Tampa Bay Lightning and your Tampa Bay Rays. The Lightning have reached the end of their shortened regular season. Uh, was not a fun week for the Lightning. Uh, things started out well Wednesday, they easily dispatched the Dallas Stars 6-2, uh, Dropped the final three of the regular season. They lost Friday 5-2 against Dallas and then lost both Saturday and Monday at the Florida Panthers uh, in somewhat convincing fashion in games that were a little uh, tense <laughs> on the ice. There was a lot of fighting, and wouldn't you know it, these two teams, the Florida Panthers locked up the two-seed, the Lightning the three-seed, They'll be playing each other in the playoffs for the first time ever. Uh, that series has not yet been announced on what day it will start, but later this week uh, or weekend we will see the Lightning. Uh, first two games, of course, will be down in South Florida. The Panthers uh, take home ice for this series uh, as they won the final two games. We'll talk a little more about that playoff series coming up. Uh, more, some encouraging and discouraging news on the Lightning front. Uh, the results of the games at Florida Saturday and Monday, not necessarily a surprise. Victor Hedman, Ryan McDonough, Jan Ruda, uh, not to mention, of course, Nikita Kucherov and Steven Stamkos, uh, the Lightning were decimated by injuries. Some encouraging news is reports are all seeming to indicate that Steven Stamkos and Nikita Kucherov are expected to be ready for the first uh, game of the playoffs against the Panthers. No official news, though, on guys like McDonough, Ruta, and, of course, Victor Hedman, who I would argue out of all of the players mentioned is probably the most valuable to the Lightning as they head into the playoffs. This is going to be a chippy series, and it's going to be interesting because there is no uh, love lost between these two teams. Uh, so we will see that series. Again, it's the first time that the Panthers and Lightning have faced each other in the playoffs. It will be interesting to th see how things work out. And again, really for the Lightning, a lot of concern as to who is going to be out on the ice. The other Central Division matchup, the Hurricanes did uh, clinch the number one seed in the Central Division for this year, and they will be hosting the Nashville Predators in that one versus four uh, playoff series. Make sure you stay tuned to flteams.com. Follow uh, FL Teams on Twitter. I'm sure any news that breaks regarding the injuries, although, as you know, with hockey, a lot of times these injuries are hush-hush until the game starts. So we'll see uh, what we find out ahead of this series as far as the health status of Stamkos and Kucherov and uh, Hedman and McDonough. You know, there's some big names there. 
that can make a big difference whether they uh, are on the ice for the Lightning. Uh, again, stay tuned to FL Teams. Uh, I f- follow them on Twitter and uh, check the website out. And uh, I'm sure you'll see more in the coming days about the Panthers Lightning series. Switching gear to the Rays. The Rays had a great start to the week and a great finish. They stumbled a couple days there in the weekend. They went 5-2 and two this week. They uh, This was their West Coast swing. They started the week four games at the Los Angeles Angels, and they walked out of there with a four-game sweep. A very impressive uh, Monday through Thursday, impressive series against the Angels. They won those games 7-3, 8-3, 3-1. And they won the final uh, Thursday game 8-3 to on a really surprising comeback. Uh, they were down 3 nothing heading into the 7th. They were able to score 1 in the 7th and then score 7 runs in the 8th inning to take that game 8-3. to That was a great late-night surprise if you were uh, still up and watching <laughs> that 8th uh, that inning for the Rays. Um, nice to see that kind of offensive explosion. Uh, they then went on to Oakland. They dropped Friday's game 2-1 and Saturday's game 6-3, which was a little disappointing because that was the game uh, that Tyler Glass now started, and you always hope uh, to be able to pull out a win when he's on the, uh, on the mound, uh, as he did his first outing on Monday of this week. Uh, he went five and two-thirds. He gave up only two hits, but three runs, struck out 11. Uh, he's 4-2 and two with a 2-3-7 ERA. I'd say he's still doing all right. <laughs> uh, then Sunday, Mother's Day, uh, was getting a little concerning midway through the game when they were trailing 3 to nothing. They were able to, the Rays were able to score three in the top of the fifth to tie it up, tack on a sixth run on a Brasso home run in the sixth, and the bullpen was able to stand strong. They did not allow anything uh, after that. Uh, Springs, Thompson, Fairbanks, Fairbanks, and Kittredge having to uh, shoulder five innings of work after uh, Shane McClanahan. Uh, wasn't bad. Was his worst start so far this season, but he's been looking pretty good out there on the mound. Uh, can't complain at him making you know his regular season, Major League debut, uh, you know, considering that, things are looking pretty good uh, as far as he goes. As far as the standings, the Rays are now tied for second in the AL East with the New York Yankees. They're technically a a hundredth of a a percentage point behind the, the Yankees at 18 and 16, the Rays at 19 and 17. They are both three games back of the Boston Red Sox, who are at 22 and 14. Still very much anyone's division. Uh, Toronto is only a half game behind the Yankees and Rays, and uh, Baltimore five and a half back of Boston, two and a half back of the Yankees and Rays. Obviously, still early and still. Uh, you know, it seems like there's at least four teams that are going to be competitive for this division. But Baltimore hasn't faded away quite yet. We'll see um, how they uh, fare moving forward. The week ahead for the Tampa Bay Rays, it's uh, a day off on Monday, 
then they travel to, uh, or they've traveled back home, I should say, to host a pair of New York teams. They host the Yankees Tuesday through Thursday, and then the New York Mets are in town from Friday through Sunday, uh, day games on Saturday and Sunday this week. Uh, big week as far as uh, that Yankee series, seeing how things shake out. Uh, you probably remember they've done pretty well against the Yankees lately. Uh, they've taken five out of six so far this year. But again, even with that, they are still tied in the standing, so it will be interesting to see how things shake out there. Just a couple player performances of note. Uh, things are looking a little bit better for Brandon Lau. Uh, his last nine games, uh, he is hitting 270, which isn't tremendous, but it's a big improvement. Uh, he's slugging 541. He's hit three home runs and a double. So starting to show off the power a little bit. He still struck out 14 times in 37 at-bats, which isn't great. Uh but, all things considered, things are improving for Brandon uh, at the plate. He is tied with Zanino for second on the team in home runs with six, behind Austin Meadows, who is uh, tops on the team with seven. As far as uh, just pitching goes, the obviously, I mentioned Tyler Glass now, he actually leads the American League in starts and innings pitched at the moment. He is second in strikeouts and strikeouts per nine innings. A couple of those young guys who have come up, Luis Patino got his first win this week, the 21-year-old. Uh, he's pitched a total of seven and two-thirds innings. He's allowed three hits, a run on a solo homer, one walk, and struck out 10. Nice, uh, nice numbers to start for him. Uh, as far as the... Uh, roster goes. The Rays have made a few moves this week. Um, Pete Fairbanks, I mentioned him earlier. He has been activated off the DL, but unfortunately Diego Castillo has gone on the disabled list. Uh, hopefully nothing long-term there. Uh, Chris Archer also was transferred from the 10-day injured list to the 60-day injured list. Not a good sign there at an injury that was initially expected to be a short-term thing. And then just this weekend, Kevin Kiermeyer placed on the injured list with a wrist injury. Nothing's broken. They say they expect it to be close to just those 10 days. And uh, Lewis Head is back up from Durham uh, for the second time this year. So that will wrap it up. Uh, again, stay tuned, especially for Lightning uh, news and Lightning and Panthers news, uh, especially when we find out the dates and times of those games. And, uh, you know, again, any breaking injury news that might come out, you know, be sure you can find it there. Please, as I mentioned before, follow FL Teams on Twitter at FL Teams. And uh, follow me on Twitter at St. J. Mac. Uh, subscribe to the FL Teams podcasts and their YouTube channel. And remember to go to flteams.com to stay updated on all your Florida sports news and coverage.